And here we go. Welcome to the Conquer Food Show. I've got a great friend of mine. I think he's a great friend. I don't know. Maybe yeah, he'll come out so. in this. I think so. <laughs> maybe he'll come out in this <laughs> podcast. But um, yeah, Cy Davis, um, who, if I was to think of of all the people I know that are adventurers and, and get out and do challenges and stuff, you, you'd be up there in the top sort of five. Bear in mind, I've got not big time in it, but friends with polar explorers and people that have rode the Atlantic. But um, I don't think there's many that have done quite as many events as you and uh and i've not i've not i've not run side by side by as many of them we did a bit of time running together so so it's good to have you on the on the podcast thank you um so do you want to give us a little bit of a rundown then si about some of the things you do and or have done yeah i mean yeah sure i mean obviously we we met um what a couple of years ago uh on the on the jungle ultra uh which is a kind of 150 mile run through the the amazon rainforest uh, which is part of a series of, of runs uh, by a company called Beyond the Ultimate. So they do a similar race in the ice, which I know you're you're queued up to do in, in just a few weeks' time. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a similar race to the desert. So there's there's three or four um, of their races that I've been kind of busy doing um, over the last kind of couple of years. Uh, but then before that, I've done some kind of big climbing trips, some kind of multi-day bike races, just just bits and pieces, really. I'm I'm a kind of jack-of-all-trades, really, not particularly good at at anything but uh but like to get stuck in and yeah, yeah. try some new things really because i mean we'll, we'll see what kind of cash questions come up but one of the things as i was listening to you there i was like jesus how do you fit it in i know people listening to this will be like well that's all well and good for him you know he can have the time off he can do whatever but you know you're a, you're a family man you've got kids you're a yeah. business owner i am you know, yeah and, and how how do you how do you kind of fit it all in uh yeah I, I guess you have to work out what's important to you really so um it's hard. It's certainly got harder in the last couple of years. Uh, you know, my wife and I have had a, a couple of children, uh, which means that you want to be around more in the evenings to, you know, do bedtime, bath time, all that kind of stuff. The same on, on the weekends, but you still need to fit your, your training time in. So uh, I guess over the last couple of years, I've, I've just swapped stuff out. So instead of driving to work every day, I'll, I'll mix that up. I might run home from work one day, cycle in the next day, do my training on my lunch hours train at horrible hours so maybe when the yeah. kids have gone to bed you get the turbo train around do something in the kitchen so you can still find that time uh i guess it's just making it the the number one priority in, in your life really yeah it's one of those things where there's enough time for all the priorities in life and if it's you know if if getting fit and, and challenging yourself is not a priority well then no there isn't any there isn't any time but there's plenty of time for eastenders and <laughs> Coronation Street and all that. Exactly, kind of stuff. yeah. We we all we all sit on the sofa and watch TV, and we all sit in our cars probably more than we should. So I think, yeah, being a little bit smarter about how we use our time is is probably the answer to that. So, and have you always been like adventurous, and have you always sought out challenge? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I, I think I've always been um, like I've always been quite active. You know, I sort of run a bit, and I used to box a bit when I was younger, and. and Hence, hence the swelling and that. <laughs> <laughs> hence the face. <laughs> hence the face. But I think for me, it's it's much harder to, sorry, it's much easier to stick to some kind of training regime if there's a goal. Yeah. You know, if it's just sort of running for the sake of running, it's okay. But it's really easy to skip a session if it's dark or cold or wet or you don't feel good. Whereas if you're if you're building up uh, to an event, whether that's a race or or a personal challenge. It, it, it's much more motivating to to, to work towards a goal yeah. rather than just kind of floating along. And it doesn't really matter what that goal is. It could be 
your first 5k it could be a marathon it could be anything that you want it to be but having having something to aim for is has, has been the secret for me definitely so accountability isn't it really but what other ways do you kind of hold yourself accountable and make yourself do those those tough those tough miles and on the cold mornings and stuff um i think probably having having something written down somewhere like an actual plan you know you can kind of you can just write it yourself on a bit of paper or you can use you know tools like strava or training peaks or or anything but i think if you if you kind of sit down and and work what that plan is you know what 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 events are you going to do what mileage you're going to do what gym sessions you're going to do kind of once i've sort of set it in stone once it's in a plan i'm quite good at following it yeah and you know you don't have to follow it 100 percent as well you know it doesn't matter if you have an odd day when you're not feeling good it's okay to miss a couple of things here and there but as long as you're hitting 80 90 percent of that plan yeah. you know that's that's probably good enough and what, and what you know we a lot of people told us they come to boot camp and they sort of say right there's three things that we could we could give them it's always motivation it's always willpower and, and determination all, all three very similar things you know what do you what do you find motivates you or what do you use to to create motivation uh that's a good question really I'm, I'm not sure i think i'm quite a sort of stubborn individual so i think if i've if i've said that i'm going to do something then i'm pretty good at seeing it through i think kind of like publicly committing to something which is why the events work so yeah. if you kind of say right i've signed up to a, a half marathon or a bike ride or whatever like you've, you've signed up to it maybe sign up to it with a friend is a good idea as well then it's it's kind of got to happen hasn't it and if you know that that event's four weeks away or two months away it then means all those kind of training sessions that you might otherwise skip you've got a reason to go and do them because you know yeah. you know if you don't do that session, it's just going to make that event even tougher or, or yeah. even harder. So it's definitely that that goal setting that that puts responsibility throughout the whole rest of the the kind of training plan. Without that, if I don't train tonight, it doesn't really matter. It has no it has no outcome. So it's really easy to skip it for the huge variety of reasons that we always have to skip like yeah. training sessions. Whereas if you know it's it's coming and it's coming fast, it kind of puts the yeah, puts the fear into you. I think to make sure that you go and you go and do the sessions that you need to do. Yeah. So I mean, I've I've seen you in some low points, and you've seen me in some pretty low yeah, points for sure. Well, and and I've this is a bit of a loaded question because I you know if you if you don't say this, then I'm gonna I'm gonna draw this out of you because it just <laughs> it makes me laugh. But uh, what what has been like your, your lowest point, and and kind of what was going through your head at that at that well, point like during during an event? Yeah. Uh, well, as you know, I, I tried to do um, a race called the Desert Ultra at the end of um, where are we, 2018, uh, and, and I didn't make it. I, I DNF'd uh, in that race. I think that's kind of the first thing that I've ever sort of failed at in 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 a kind of yeah. you know a sporting context or, or a sort of challenge context. And that yeah, that definitely that definitely hit me pretty hard. Uh, and you you definitely spend a lot of time analyzing that, you know, like what went wrong, what yeah. could I have done differently? Did I really need to quit or actually could I have pushed through? So you do question all of those decisions that you made. Uh, but I just put, put this in, into perspective. It's not a case of like, you just, you just stop running no. and then it's like, okay, that's enough for me. 
You know, talk, talk us through it a little bit about what, what actually happened. Uh, so it was strange, really. I went into I went into the race feeling really good, like not not overconfident, but um, you know, as you know, you quite often go into these events and there's worries. You know, you've yeah. got a little niggle, niggly injury, or you haven't done your training that you wanted to do, or you're worried about the kit or the climate or, or whatever. I went into this race off the back of a couple of successful races. Um, my training had been great. I had no niggles, no injuries. So I felt I felt really, really confident. And I was kind of just looking forward to the race. Um, I set off on the first day, felt really good. I was running along, uh, kind of at the head of the pack, um, up with the sort of front runners. Felt just completely in control and, and was, was genuinely just enjoying myself. Uh, then I got to around the 20 mile point. So, so this... So it's in Namibia. Yeah, it's in Namibia. Yeah. In so the, temperatures up to uh it, it gets over fifty. So it can it's hit like pretty warm, yeah, right? it's pretty hot. <laughs> it's pretty hot. I don't actually think it was exceptionally hot that day, but yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. It, it's warm. Um I hit a checkpoint after about twenty miles and thought, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here for five minutes and just make sure I get some fluids on board because I maybe haven't been drinking what I should. Uh drank drank like a recovery shake uh, and just instantly started throwing up. And thought, okay, well, maybe I just threw that down too quickly. Yeah, no worry. Uh, so I, I took it really easy to the next checkpoint, which is maybe 10 kilometers away. Uh, and, and everything I tried to eat or drink just came back up. It didn't matter if I took small sips, even if I tried to like suck on a boiled sweet, just everything. I was just throwing up like uncontrollably. Um, and I got to the next checkpoint and, and the medics could see that I was, I was not in a good state, you know? Yeah. So they kept me there. They wouldn't let me leave. They, they kept trying to make me drink uh, lots of fluid. Every time I drank it, I'd throw it up. So I ended up spending like maybe three hours or something at this checkpoint before I could eventually uh, get on my feet. And, and I did push through and I did finish that that day. So I got to the end of that 50K stage. But I was in a pretty bad state. Uh, I was just dehydrated, kind of no fuel. And, and once you're in that situation, as you know, it's quite hard to get yourself back. Yeah, um, it's, it's hard to recover sort of in... Before the start of the next yeah. day, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, if you're at home, you get a can of Coke, yeah. you get a pizza, you know, or, or whatever, you can kind of get the fuel yeah. in. But realistically, you don't have enough calories with you anyway. So, you know, when, you, when you've not been well and then you're trying to eat a sort of lukewarm spag bol and some <laughs> tepid water, it's it's quite hard to, no matter how hard I try to sort of get the fluids and get the food down, I don't think I was able to to really get myself in, in a good state for, for the next day. Yeah. That's not the that's not the time I was I was thinking about. You remember the time when you like to <laughs> eat your regurgitated oh, porridge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that was all right. I didn't mind that. So oh, that, that wasn't a low point. Well, yeah, yeah. it's just <laughs> part and parcel of ultra races. Yeah, yeah. What, what what have you got from these adventures that you never expected to get? Uh. Lots of stuff. Yeah. I mean, really, lots of stuff. They are, um, it's like a saying, type two fun. I don't know if you've heard that, but no, no. Uh, so, so, type one fun is going on a roller coaster, eating an ice cream, all that stuff that's just just great at the time. Yeah. Type two fun is stuff that at the time is is awful, is horrible. You question why you're doing it, but then afterwards you, you get the enjoyment when it's finished. So you get that sense of reward, like after something's completed. So you, you do you you come home after these adventures and, and everything's better. You know, the fact that you can have a hot shower whenever you yeah, want yeah. is yeah. amazing. A cold beer out the fridge is, is incredible. A 
fact that you can have a pizza or a curry or you know whatever food you want is incredible like, like it sort of recalibrates your your life and makes you realize how how lucky you are every day just to sort of do all the stuff that you do and you and you take for granted uh, and you look back on these incredible kind of adventures the the places that you've been and um, the friends that you've that you've made i mean it's a really tight-knit community you know you're going through quite a tough week with a load of, of like-minded individuals and uh, you're bound to make some good friendships you know it's how we met i've met yeah. other guys and, and other people in these races so yeah that kind of sense of that memory of having done something like it will be a milestone in your life you'll kind of always remember it you've been somewhere amazing you've met some great people and you've you've achieved something yeah yeah um yeah sim similar kind of thing for me you know that recalibration um it does make you kind of appreciate things. And I, I think, uh, or oh, what's your take, in fact, on this? And, you know, do you think there's, in modern society now, it is, it is a little bit too comfortable? And we do take things a little for granted sometimes. Yeah, definitely, 100%. That's just, that's just the bubble that, that you live in, isn't it? And it doesn't yeah. matter what your bubble looks like. It's the same for, for everybody, I guess. But we have, or, or most of us have, very comfortable lives. You know, I, I drive to work in my car with my heated seats if it's cold or my aircon if it's warm and I can sit in my office all day. I get coffee when I want it. I can eat whatever I want for lunch. You know, you don't you don't really have to suffer any sort of discomfort in your in your day to day existence uh, for, 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 for a lot of us or certainly for uh, for me. So I think it's good to kind of, yeah, get back to basics yeah. occasionally. Do you have a like a like a mental mantra or a like something you use when, when times get tough and things that you say to yourself? Or yeah. do you, you just beat yourself up? <laughs> why, you, why have you done it again? Yeah, you do. You um, Probably one of the, the strangest things about certainly these ultra races is kind of how, it sounds like a weird thing to say, but how boring they are. Yeah. Which sounds ridiculous because you're in, in one of the most amazing places on the planet and you're doing something extreme and it's beautiful, but it is monotonous as well. You know, if you're running for... 10 11 12 hours by yourself your mind does it, it plays kind of tricks on you and you, you you do have these conversations with yourself and like trying to keep your mind occupied is probably one of the hardest things actually it's probably harder than the actual the physical running it's the actual kind of yeah which which messages from my brain do i listen to and which ones do i ignore because there's always those little voices that are telling you uh, you need to stop or it's too hard or quit or give up and then there's the other voices that are kind of, yeah, giving you the positive signs. So you yeah. do kind of have this crazy Constant conversation battle. in your head with yourself about what's and that, going on. And that's on. just the mental messages, I suppose. Yeah. Because there's obviously the the, the the physical messages as well, like your, your, your feet hurting, your knees yeah. hurting, your back hurting and, and all that. Um, and, then, and then does any of that, how often does that kind of carry over onto like everyday life? Do you sort of think, you know what, this is, at least I'm not bloody half dead in Namibia. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Do you get that quite a bit? Or? Yeah, I do. I think, um, yeah, it does help recalibrate you. So if all of a sudden you're, yeah, you're waiting for the bus and you're a little bit cold, you, you tend not to you tend not to moan about it or, or worry about <laughs> it really. really. Yeah, I think it it's... Could um, worse. Yeah, it, it, it's good for you in that sense, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So did you, did you start doing big adventures like this? I mean, how did you kind of... How did uh, this all sort of come about? I think the first, and, and what the reason why I've asked that is, you know, perhaps we've got people sat there they've never done a day's exercise in their life, or and this is a great story, but they don't see themselves ever running through Namibia or the jungle or anything like that. But you know, 
is it possible for someone to to get into these kind of things? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not some kind of athlete. I'm a very normal kind of guy. I'm, I'm quite active, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a serious sort of pro- professional or, or even amateur um, athlete at all. So anybody, I really believe that anybody can can do these these things with with a little bit of work, a little bit of commitment, and, and a little bit of training. But also it doesn't it doesn't have to be these things. It could be something different. You know, the stuff that I do to some people is nothing. You know, there's people out there that do yeah. do things that I think are, are extreme and incredible and, and I find hard to believe how they do. And and it's just about finding what what your target is. And it's just something that should stretch you just a little bit. And that might just be a, a 5K park run or it might be nothing to do with running whatsoever. It could be, you know, losing weight or it could be, achieving something in the gym or it could be you know trekking somewhere or it, it just doesn't really matter as long as it's a goal that you think is is just slightly beyond you i think just testing you yeah. just just slightly i heard it might have been you that said this really uh when we was in kenya like choose your hard like everyone everybody's life's hard yeah. everyone's got stuff was it you might have been, yeah I'll, have been. I'll, t- I'll take it, it can't I'll, be I'll tony's like it, wisdom i'll take credit for it <laughs> yeah and it was like you know I know from some of the bigger guys that we get on the Conquer Food program, like 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 that is a chore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Staying, getting that big, and staying that big is is an effort. Yeah, and it's hard. Yeah, like I wouldn't want that life. Yeah. you know, and, and neither would you. But they live it, and and sorting it all out is hard. Yeah, so choose your hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, um, wasn't you then? No. <laughs> I like it though. Yeah. I'll, oh, you can I'll, have it. I'll claim it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, and what's what's next? Have you got anything, or, or is the is there anything that you'd like to do that you've kind of not got round to yet? Or yeah, I, I don't have um, I don't have anything like on the immediate horizon. Um, I finished the last desert race in in December last year, so only a couple of months. Uh, so I think it's it's also good to kind of uh, give yourself a little bit of a break and make sure that you're kind of hungry for something. Uh, the last two years have been quite busy, so I didn't really want to just come back and immediately start training for something else. I think I wanted to have a, a few weeks off just to kind of, yeah, yeah, get hungry for something else, like mm-hmm. see something and, and and think about what that was. But I know there'll be something, you know, I know I'll, yeah. a friend will mention something or I'll, or I'll kind of see something and, uh, and I'll go and give something a go. And it's quite nice not to know what that is yet, yeah. I think. Yeah. And- have you found that when people kind of hear and listen, you, you talk to people and um, and you, you're going up to camp to do a talk in a minute that, that people kind of feel inspired by it and, and want to do stuff themselves or? Uh, yeah, I hope so. I mean, people like, people normally look at you just like you're crazy. Uh, yeah. Just because it's, you know, when you talk about the distances and stuff involved, people just think it's crazy. But uh, as you know, it's not. It, it is achievable by by anybody. And then there's distances that I see people running that, that really are crazy you know it, this, yeah, yeah. it's just about finding what's what's kind of difficult for you really so it's probably a mixture of yeah people just think you're you're insane to to kind of start with and they can't comprehend it but you know you've done some of these races and you look at the the people that run them and yeah you get some really good athletes at the front but equally at the back you get you get very and i, I mean this with complete respect very average people like normal yeah, yeah. people from all walks of life they're not even necessarily in the best condition. You know, they might be carrying some extra weight or, or whatever, but they've got the the mindset and, and the attitude, and they've put the work in to to get them there. And, and and as you know, those people, you know, more often than not, uh, 
actually have a much harder time yeah. people at the front and have to work a lot harder and actually show a lot more determination and, and yeah, resilience yeah, those, because those they're, they're working harder than the guys at the front. Yeah, and they're, and they're out for so much yeah. longer in the elements and they need more food, more water yeah. and more time on the feet, less time to turn themselves around. And yeah, yeah pff, I don't, <laughs> don't want to be uh, one of those. They're, they're the people that inspire me kind of more than the people at the front because I just think, I don't know how you've been out there for, for 16 hours and you've not slept and now you've got to turn yourself around and I, I don't know how they how they do it. I mean, hats off to them. Yeah. So you, you've 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 created your own challenge and it'd be really good to talk about that and um and uh I mean what what are the reasons why that you you well, in fact tell us what it is first of all for, but then also for the, for the virtual run. Yeah, 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 the virtual run. Yeah. So um the last few races um that I did, uh, the ice and the desert and and the jungle. Um, I did them all to raise money for uh, for a charity that's very close to my heart called Rainbows Children's Hospice, which is a hospice um, uh, in the East Midlands that looks after uh, life-limited children. So I've known about the charity for, for a while, um, and I've been involved at some level before in terms of kind of, you know, my, my business has, has donated money, but I kind of wanted to do something uh, a bit different and, and a bit special for them because it is just such a it's such a unique place it's really really important you know i think 85 percent of their funding comes from 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 donations and and, and uh, only 15 percent comes from kind of government funding so this place survives on on the generosity of of, of the public basically it's and really, i suppose really it's usually people that have that have been involved you know because their kids have been unwell and you know and at a time of with a life i mean i can't imagine ever you know my my children going through that but uh but then to to put you know put something together, raise some money at a time of their most need, you know, I think it'd be good to have, for them to have a helping hand. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, they they, they need all the cash that, that they can get, really. So, um, I like the idea of, of doing the races. Of course, there's something there's something in it for me personally, you know. But if I could if I could make that have a bigger meaning and, and try and generate some some money around it. So, the three races we raised about forty five thousand um, pounds for the hospice. Incredible amount. What, that wasn't your goal, though, was it? Your goal was less, was it? Uh, the goal was twenty-five. Yeah. Um, there can't be many. I do some fundraising and all that kind of stuff, and rarely do I exceed my target. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's really hard. It must have been a slog in itself. <laughs> it's harder, harder than the running. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. It was the hardest part of it. It was um, not because people aren't kind and aren't generous, but you, you just have a sort of you you exhaust your pool of people quite quickly yeah. so it's really easy to get to a, f a few grand you know friends and family everyone's chucking in some money and it's brilliant and then you kind of realize that you've sort of run out of of, of people to tap up yeah. really to find more friends and <laughs> yeah and, and businesses as well you know they get hounded all the time with requests so you know trying to get money from business it, it was it was really difficult it, it was easily as big if not a bigger job than actually training and running the events was was raising the money for sure yeah and so now you've done a virtual race on the back of that yeah so i thought it'd be um i wanted to carry on helping them um i don't want to do any more running <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, for a bit so uh, the idea is i set up a, a virtual run and and the idea uh, for this is, is for it's it's for absolutely everybody so you know if you've never run before or if you struggle to run you know this is for you equally if you're a good runner it's great for you as well so the idea is you you sign up online and you pledge to run a 5k uh, so you can you can walk it you can run it you can split it up over five days if if running is a challenge for you if you're a great runner 
you know, go out and, and smash a PB or put a 20K bag on and run it, you know, challenge yourself um, yeah. is the kind of point of it. Um, and then you just have to post, uh, post a picture of that online using a hashtag, which is rainbows 5K. Um, and then you're awarded, you get sent a medal. So I've designed and, and, and donated some medals. So you get a cool medal in the post as a kind of thank you. And, and a hundred percent of your entry fee um, goes directly to the charity. So it's, it's 20 quid to enter, uh, which is hopefully something everybody can afford to do. I think 5K is a distance that is, is achievable for, for anybody. And I really mean anybody. Uh, my little lad who's three has, has, yeah, has I done it. That, I yeah, picture, yeah. for a run around the park with me. It took a while, but, but he got there. So um, you get a nice little medal at the end of it, but more importantly, you've, you know, you've chucked a bit of money in, in the pot for a, for a really good cause. I, li- I like the way you said then that like you, you, you can basically create your own challenge. And I think, you know, it's easy to look at some people's challenges and go, you know, that's incredible. And I could never do that. But challenge is very personal, isn't yeah. it? You know, it depends on your circumstances, your history, your mindset, your beliefs, your frame of reference, whatever. Um, and I like, I like the way that you've kind of done it so that everyone can give it a go. Like yeah. just, just do, just do their best because I think it's one of those things in it where you keep turning the dial and you might start with a 5k right now and that can very soon become a 10k, which should become a half marathon, which then can be, you know, I, I know someone who's just run the full length of New Zealand, you yeah. know, you know what I mean? Have you seen that on recently on, yeah. you know, and there's all, some crazy stuff going on there and they all started somewhere. So, yeah. um, so what's the link for that side? Uh, so you can find it um, if you go to the main Rainbows website, uh, which is rainbows.co.uk. Um, you'll see it from there, or you can hit forward slash uh, virtual run. So right. rainbows.co.uk yeah. uh, forward slash virtual and, uh, run. And I'll I'll stick a link in that in the um, thank you in any show notes for this for this podcast, so you'll be able to follow through. So uh, well, not follow through. Obviously, <laughs> that's, the, that's the last thing you want to be doing when you're running. So I, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, no worries. Um, we're heading up to camp in a minute. You're going to do a little bit of a talk. I am. Yep. Um, are you excited about that? Or? I am, yeah. If I don't yeah. get uh, don't get heckled too badly. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll leave, I promise to leave you alone. So thanks again anyway for coming in. Anytime. And uh, best of luck with your, with your future. Cheers. Thanks, mate. I forgot, forgot the music. I'll get it going. Okay, that's been the Conquer Food Show with uh, with Cy Davis. Like I said, I'm going to put all the links below um, below these uh, this podcast and this video. So uh, join us in the in the next episode where we've got another incredible guest. 